Welcome, everybody, to Ask Me Anything. This is Matt Love. We're here with J.D. Greer, and this is a new season, which is very exciting. So you can catch new episodes every single week, and we're just excited to be able to, to, to continue doing what we've been doing, asking really honest questions and getting Pastor J.D. to give us uh, helpful, helpful, quick answers. So the question this week is a good one for, for, for you, J.D. Is Christian celebrity all bad all right i don't know if you consider yourself a celebrity or not but but is christian celebrity a bad thing well phrasing it that way i would i would if you're defining me as that then no i would hope not but yeah i I would maybe quibble with your definition of of celebrity my understanding of the word celebrity just means either somebody that's well known or somebody that is i guess to use the strict etymology of the word celebrated for some reason you know, I don't think it's categorically across the board a bad thing. Uh, in fact, it's kind of an inescapable thing. Um, it's always really been a part of Christian history. There's always been men and women that God raised up at a particular time for um, for some purpose, and people knew who they were. I mean, I think of names like Billy Graham or um, Elizabeth Elliot. Uh, you know, John Piper um, is a, a great example even you know, currently. These are not people that play to their celebrity, but just because of their gifting and because of the opportunities, they've become well-known. Um, in fact, I think you can make a pretty decided argument that, um, that in the first century, uh, the Apostle Paul, Apollos, they were celebrities. And in fact, that's a problem that they were dealing with in the Corinthian church was that, um, that some had so uh, gravitated toward and attached themselves to these celebrities that it was becoming divisive in the church because, you know, one was like, Hey, I'm into theology. I'm a Paul guy's letters are awesome. And the other guy's like, well, I'm into Apollos cause he can really grow a church. And you know, what good is your theology if people are falling asleep, you know, when, when Paul is preaching and falling out of windows and dying, like, you know, Eutychus does. And so there was this division there and Paul's answer is not like, Hey, you know, they're just, we just need to get rid of this whole concept. Nobody should know my name. Um, we all need to have little tiny, you know, ministries. There is an inevitability if God is using what you're doing that there's a chance that other people could know about it. I mean, I, I think it's wrong for a pastor to seek that um, or um, a female leader in the church to seek that. I mean, Jeremiah 45 5 says, do you seek great things for yourself? Do not seek them. Uh, you know, think of John the Baptist, who again was a celebrity. But you know, John, uh, John three thirty, where he's like, "Hey, you know, Jesus must increase, and I must decrease." So I, I think it's wrong to seek that. But um, if God is doing it, is it is it inherently a bad thing? I don't see how you could in any way say that. Um, and I, I realize that if you desire, you know, I just got done with a biography of Billy Graham. If you desire to. To, to get the gospel out there, a lot of times they're going to associate it with a person. So inherently bad, no. In fact, I would say inescapable and inevitable. But I think it's dangerous. Dangerous for both um, the people that are um, lifting this person up, and I think it's dangerous for that man or woman who is being lifted up. And I think if you go into that without the knowledge of those dangers, that's probably the most dangerous. You have to go into it with your eyes wide open. Here's what I mean by dangerous. For the people themselves, um, Paul uses a great analogy um, to talk about these dangers. He says it's inevitable that, that certain people loom large in your heart. And for Paul in 1 Corinthians 3, he was like, it was me and Apollos. And he says, we were, were used huge in helping your first baby steps to Jesus. But you still look at us like we're the ones 
who are responsible for your spiritual health. First Corinthians, first Corinthians three, he says that's infantile. Some say Apollos is their guy. Some say a Paul, but, but you aren't you acting like children? First Corinthians three, I, I, you know, I think that parenting child analogy, I think that's great because, because it, it speaks to a real reality that all, all kids feel toward their parents for a while, for a while, parents are kinds of celebrities to their kids. Here's the way I say it. I'm at our church. You know, I tell people like, I, I understand that you came to this church. Maybe the reason you chose was because you love the worship ministry. Maybe because my preaching connected to you. And maybe it's because the student ministries are great for your kids. That's fine. But, but over time, your allegiance has to go to this body and this mission. I ask, you know, our, our, our people, I'm like, if I died, would you keep coming to this church? And if the answer is, you know, well, I've been here for three years and no, I wouldn't, I'd look for another church and I'd say, that's a problem because your allegiance is still to me. Um, it's okay to, 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 to begin a spiritual walk that way, but, but it's very infantile. And, and Paul is saying that he's like, he's like, I plan it. But, but eventually you got to uh, transfer it to God. So it's dangerous for the people because when your faith is attached to something other than God, then when that person lets you down, and they will, um, then your faith falters too. It's also dangerous for those of us in ministry because, you know, honestly, Matt, we're not, we're not made for the stage. God didn't make us to be celebrities. He makes us to be servants. And if in my quest to serve the body of Christ, to feed his sheep, to reach people, if, if, if it happens that my name becomes known, then I treat that like a necessary evil. But if I begin to thrive on that, if I begin to enjoy it and I begin to live off of it and feed off of it, it will let me down. My wife always points out that, that, that our quality of life has gone down with the more people knew who I was. You know, I've said this on this podcast before, but she always says fame is making yourself accessible to a bunch of people you don't care about at the expense of those that you do. I, I'm made to be in, in, in closer relationships with people who know me and love me and are not impressed with me and, and can call out my, my flaws and my faults. So you're just not made for that. Um, and, 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 and I think those of us that have to deal with you know, God elevating us in some way um, should realize that, that it's not where the quality of life is and there's a lot of danger in that because it becomes very toxic, it becomes addicting. Um, in really our best work. I hope that, that no matter how big the Summit Church gets, no matter how big whatever platform God gives me gets, I hope that um, it'll always be in my heart of hearts and act of service. And I hope that um, you will always be able to look at my life and see on a local level, a small level, you'll see me serving and washing the feet of people around me. A few years ago, I heard a mega pastor say that um, pastors of large churches should not really work in the church anymore. They should only work on the church. And what this guy meant was that pastors no longer serve of big churches. He's like, we don't, you know, we don't really serve. We don't live in accountable relationships. We don't do the hard work of relationship building or sharing Christ or sacrificial generosity. You know, this guy was like, my greatest service is to be an effective CEO, CEO of an organization that helps, helps other people do those things. I remember when he said that, it just didn't, I understood what he was saying. Yes, there's a part of my service here in helping run this large organization called the Summit Church, but something didn't. It just didn't resonate because we, I just fundamentally reject that view of leadership. I, I want to, and I want our team here at Summit Church to model all of those things, servanthood, sacrifice, generosity, being accountable in small groups, sharing Christ with others. That's what we require of our pastors. It's what I, I want to lead in. Tragically, by the way, that pastor that made that statement was one who would end up abusing his power and falling for ministry. 
Um, and that's just because God didn't design us for the stage. He didn't design us for the spotlight. He told us not to seek great things for ourselves. He told us to be willing to decrease at a, at, at a moment's notice if it means Jesus increases. He designed us for the towel and the wash basin um, to serve others and wash their feet like he did. Um, that's the only place where you'll find real resurrection power. You don't find it in the stage in the spotlight. You find it um, with the towel uh, as you serve others. That's that that's spiritual health. So I realize it's not a super straightforward answer, but just take that as, as processing um, the inevitability of, I guess, your celebrity, but then the dangers associated for both the, the people who are being led and the leader who, whom God is raising up. Well, J.D., that's really helpful. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to rate and review it on whatever platform you're listening from, um, because that's really the best way of helping other people find our podcast is through those ratings and reviews. So it takes two seconds, and that would help us out a ton. And we will see you next week for a question uh, that Pastor Jay is going to answer. This is just a really foundational Christian question, maybe the most foundational one. Who or what is a Christian? So come back next week and hear the answer to that.